0: Welcome to the Why Moments Podcast. This podcast is about connecting with people all across the world by sharing their major turning points in life. It's a mixed podcast with interviews as well as individual episodes of sharing my passion and wellness. I'm your host, Angela Kim, and I hope that these episodes remind you that we're all in this together. Welcome back to the Y Moments podcast. Today, I am recording an individual episode. It's been a while since I recorded one and I'm uploading one. So I'm really excited. Um, Literally, I was just on the couch watching The Last Dance. I love watching any sort of memoir or documentaries about people who've made it in life. And yeah, I love it. I know nothing about basketball, but I really want to start watching it now because I'm so inspired. Um, Yeah, and then all of a sudden, I just got this motivation to record. And I love when I get inspired like this. I actually wanted to record a couple days ago when I had my therapy session. So this session is actually going to be my last session before... Well, until the end of the year because I usually just like to take advantage of the work benefit that I have. And yeah, and going into this last session, I actually, we're still doing a video call. And I was actually just telling her, I said, I don't know what I'm going to talk about today. I told her that I feel like I'm in a really good place. Um, I haven't felt sad or depressed for a long time. I feel like obviously I have my days ups and downs like any normal human being has. But lately, I've just been in this really good mood. And there wasn't anything that I really felt like I needed a therapy session for. But again, (laughs) after like an hour of talking to her, a lot of different things came up. And I actually left the session Crying, <laughs> I'm, like tearing up. Um, it had a lot to do with, you know, my values. And she just kind of solidified everything that I did over the past year and how much of, a, of an improvement that I made for myself. And it was just like this deep sense of gratitude, sense of accomplishment, feeling like I really put in a lot of effort to be where I am today. Um, this is not to really to my own own horn here. But really, I just had this epiphany of how this really all, all unfolded um, from moving out of my parents place four or five years ago, all the things that I went through over those years. And now I can finally sort of say that I'm in such a good happy place and lately I have been able to just realize that for the first time in my life I can say that I am being consistent with you know exercising I feel like I always talk about exercising on Instagram and online but or with my friends but there was still that on and off period um And it was still like a chore for me. It wasn't like I got up in the morning to get really excited to go work out or to run or whatever it was. It was still in my mind of thinking like I need to do this to lose weight or I need to do this because I should be doing it. For the first time ever, I have to do it. It's just for my mental health. Um, Obviously, trying to exercise and things like that is good for, you know, improving your self body image or whatever it is. But the amount of this, this feeling that I get after a workout now is, is not explainable. It's nothing like what I felt before. Um, Maybe it's because I started running. So I've been talking about this a lot on Instagram. And I've actually been doing this um, program not really a program, but one of my favorite psychologists, um, Dr. Nicole Lepera. I hope I'm pronouncing her last name right. But she posted this um, post on our Instagram. It's called the the.holistic.psychologist. If you are not following her, highly, highly recommend that you follow her. She posts a lot of deep rooted stuff how humans are wired the way that we are, um, why certain people feel anxiety and depression, and it all kind of stems from childhood trauma. And just, she just teaches so much. But, anyways, there's this one post that's called Pillars of Mental Wellness. And there are nine of them. So I'm going to read it out to you. Uh, one is proper sleep, two, gut health, three, purpose, four, silent reflection, five, community and connection six, play and movement, seven, discomfort and adversity, eight, boundaries, nine, lifelong learning. When I saw this, I knew that I wanted to do this because I wanted to share little bits and pieces of something that I do for each pillar of this mental wellness. Because again, I'm super passionate about the whole mental health. I have been, um, posting this on my Instagram story. If you have are not following me yet, it's called the why moments on Instagram. And I started just kind of talking about the each pillar. And one of the pillars, which is gut health, um, I received so much response for that. And I did not realize how much people appreciated me being vulnerable with my health, physical health issues. And um, and just people sharing their own journey and sharing their own story. And I it was just eye opening for me because I felt really good that I was able to sort of help people to be more vulnerable with their story and also just create this platform where people can talk about things. And anyway, so yeah, and last night, I posted the sixth one, it's called the play and movement. And I just realized that, wow, like it's become part of my life. I don't need to go through my everyday thinking, oh, like, I have to do this today, I have to work out today, I have to go for a run today. Um, and I think running has helped me a lot in the sense that maybe it is the runner's high, right? Like, I don't know what it is. But well, I did post saying that, you know, when we exercise, we produce this hormone called endorphins. And It's a happy hormone so it makes sense that you would feel good after a workout and I just really emphasize the importance of moving your body every day even if it means 15 minute walk or doing some yoga or dancing whatever it is that make you happy. And I was really reflecting in my past to see why I wasn't consistent with that. And I think it's because, again, the mindset of me having to do something or that I should be doing something or that I'm doing it for someone else or I'm doing it to look good for someone else. And it wasn't really for myself, truly, like for my mental health. Um, So, And I think I was picking the exercises that weren't really working for me. um, And at the same time, having a tool... Like my Apple Watch has helped me so much. Um, I was doing this seven-day competitive challenge thing with a friend, and made me realize how well I already knew the, how competitive I was. But I am. But that challenge actually made me realize that I'm like actually more competitive than I thought. <laughs> and um, so it I think it all kind of started from that. It, like kicked everything off and. I, was, I found myself just wanting to go out and run. Um, so it's been about just over a month now. So if I look at an Apple Watch is great and it gives you all the history, uh, it tracks your progress and it has these like circles where if you reach your move goal, like it'll complete that circle for you in colors and now it's just become a part of my life and I notice a huge difference huge difference not just within you know my body physical portion um but more so like the mental health side of things like I am just a naturally more I feel like a happier person um I'm no longer really like lazy in bed not doing anything um which I'm not saying that those days are not needed they are um I'm no longer really groggy in the mornings. Um, I just have a lot more energy now. And it's become a little bit easier for me. Like the more I do it, the more I want to do it is because I see the progress. I see how much I've improved. So I just, this podcast, I really, episode, I really wanted to just emphasize the importance of that, importance of you taking care of your mind and your body. And I think we neglect so much of this side of ourselves. And I really don't know why we do this. Um, Maybe it's because we're so accustomed to just staying in our comfort. And anything that's a little bit has to do with any sort of discomfort is uncomfortable, right? But the amount of satisfaction, the amount of the result that you feel afterwards is it's not explainable. And you cannot heal anxiety without physical health. I honestly, there are so many articles online about how anxiety is related to physical health and your gut health. So it's just I highly recommend if you know, if you are not putting yourself out there, if you're not going out going for a walk, if you're not doing anything, at least start somewhere, at least like, do 10 squats in your room, (laughs) start there. And there's this whole thing about, you know, it takes 28 days for was it 28 days or 66 days to actually um develop a habit, uh, which personally, I can say that I feel like it was 28 days for me. It's a good feeling when you start to take care of your mind and your body. And it had this has so much to do with who you're surrounding yourself with. Again, I always talk about this. And it's it's There's no question about it, you know, if you're surrounding yourself with people who are natural motivators, like they're accomplishing things in life, and you admire that, or, you know, they don't necessarily have to be in your face all the time to say, you know, let's work out, do this, do that. But just by watching these people live their life and to grow and just be happy you naturally i think automatically are more desired to be drawn to them right and you're naturally just more attracted to these type of people and um yeah like the friend that i was doing the fitness challenge with like i love being around people who like push me to be a little bit better than yesterday but in in more of a healthier way i don't know if i'm explaining that right um just their like presence in itself really motivates me and it doesn't mean that, you know, they have to be lecturing me or anything like that. Um, so it's just like my roommate, like she's very creative and the whole creative side, I think I get very inspired by her because it's just literally, I watch her do her thing every day. Right. So, um, and I never thought that I was, I was this creative person. I never thought that I could be doing something outside of counting or, um, that I would develop hobbies or I would connect with different people. I actually received a really, really sweet message. I woke up to a really, really sweet message this morning and I did get permission to share. I'm not going to mention the name, but I'm going to read it because it was sweet. So this person said, this is actually one of, you know, a lot of messages that I get lately and it's just been... I actually don't know how to put this feeling into words like it makes me tear up just thinking about how far I've come even just with the podcast um the fact that I'm making an impact on even just like one person's life um oh did not see this coming (laughs) did not see these tears coming today oh god um but it just, it it means so much. But anyways, it says, Angela, how are you? I've been listening to your podcast for a few weeks now and really enjoying it. I've had mental health issues in the past, but I'm in a good place now. Your honesty and vulnerability that you project has added to my maintenance of my mental health. So I wanted to thank you for that. I stumbled across the Cheap Lazy Vegan earlier this year as I'm vegan and curious which led me to your podcast on one of rose's mukbangs mukbang is an eating show if you don't know guys (laughs) so please pass on my things to her to take care um that's one of the messages that i got the other messages were a lot about like gut health um just uh, it's not explainable really like this feeling i i think this message really wanted inspired me to start recording today as well, because uh, it's just meant so much. And yeah, so I'm jumping all over the place like I always do. But with the therapy session, it was a lot about like I said about values. And I was telling her like, you know, I have second doubts about myself all the time. You know, I have doubts self not second doubts, self doubts all about myself all the time. Because I'm thinking like, again, this whole imposter syndrome of who am I to do this? And you know, maybe my values or my quality traits that I think that I have is not is is too much for some people, or um, like it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> like I always like downplay myself sometimes, and um, she just really reiterated that it's something that not a lot of people have. Like the way that I am able to be vulnerable and the way that I am connecting with. Oh yeah, I think I was talking to her about this, and I was like, you know. Sometimes I have a hard time like relating to different kinds of people talking about politics or talking about like social current events because first, I don't really know much. Second, not saying that, you know, just because I don't know much, I'm not learning. I'm definitely learning. But second, it's just like people talking about, you know, movies or music or different celebrities. I'm like, I don't really know any of that stuff because I really don't watch TV. Um, I watch a lot of YouTube, but I don't really watch Netflix, so I've been trying to I guess like learn more in that sense so that I can kind of relate to people. but that was like one of the things that I brought up, and she's like, well, you have to realize that obviously you know not everyone is gonna be on the same like they're not gonna be aligned, and what did she say? That's not the word that she used. She just said like, whatever I, you have to realize that whatever you have is a gift that you bring and it's like no one else's and I can't just expect to be like everyone else because I'm not. And she went into this other thing about, you know, I used to do this thing where I would mold into their expectation. Like I would say or do things just because like, I know that that's what's going to be attractive or that's what's going to like make them like me or like I was like a people pleaser, right? So um after that session, I was like meeting new people. And I was able to just be myself because even I like received a comment being like, Whoa, like the conversations starting off really like on a vulnerable note. And I'm like, Yeah, like, get used to it. Because I'm like this. <laughs> like, you know, I was able to just be super confident in who I was. And I think this is why therapy sessions are so worth it for me is because you may be thinking of things about yourself that you think you know, but I feel like we all have, you know, insecurities and we all have these phases that we go through where we don't feel good about ourselves or we we feel like we're, you know, not good enough. And I think that's just human nature. I just don't think that this is ever going to go away. Um, I feel like I am 90% of the time happy and confident and all that stuff. But there's always going to be that 10% where I'm like, well, what? What am I doing? (laughs) So it's always just like good to talk to someone and to just kind of keep it at a maintenance level. And so I jotted down my even so she kind of helped me navigate through my values. And even as she was talking about it. And I was saying, cause she, she doesn't always get, well, she doesn't give me the answers ever. Like she's always, she asks me the questions and then I come up with my own answers because I already know the answers. I just don't admit it. So I had to write them down because I was like, I'm going to forget this. When I'm having a bad day, I'm going to forget who I am. Like when I'm having all these second doubts, self doubts, then it's not something like, Oh, all these good qualities are not something that I'm going to all of a sudden think about within seconds. Right? Like you always automatically go to go into that negative headspace. So I wrote them down and I'm not going to share them here because I feel weird talking like, yeah, like I don't want to, I don't want to keep saying all these like, not good things, but I don't know. It's just like weird. Maybe I'll share them later. Um, But I was reading through my old journal and there's this one quote that I wrote in my journal and I want to share it with you guys. It's by Dr. What's his name? Gaddich, I'm probably butchering that last name, Dr. Gaddich, G-A-D-I-C-H, or Gaddich, anyways, um, I ran across this quote, I think, on from Instagram, and it reads something like this, you are the value, in life, you will have moments where you wonder if you're good enough for a job, another person, or something else that you really want. When you praise the importance of your desire as being more valuable than yourself, then you are creating an imbalance in your self-perception. You place the significance on the thing that is outside of yourself as opposed to who you are within yourself. The true question is whether the job, relationship, or thing is good enough for you. Does it align with the vision you have for yourself and your life? Is it worthy of your time and energy? Will it better you? Will it fulfill you? Does it deserve you? Oh, man. (laughs) I wrote this, I think, back in 2018. I'm just reading. Yeah, I'm just flipping through. But yeah, I wrote this back in 2018. August 1st, 2018. (sighs) This whole podcast episode is going to be dedicated to... Myself and my values and what I am doing to treat my body and my mind well. First, I talked about how important exercise is for your mental health and your physical health, and I've always known this, but it's been the past couple of days where it's hit me really, really hard because it's like this sense of feeling. Like I said, it's it's just not explainable. Um, I am genuinely happy doing the things that I'm doing for my body and. Second of all, like I always say, is how you, who you're surrounding yourself with. Again, like you cannot have a clear headspace. You cannot think that you can resolve your anxiety by being surrounded by surrounding yourself with people who trigger your anxiety, you know? And third, you need to really love yourself. And I know all of these sound really cliche and it's been said and done before, but. How are you actually... What does it mean to actually love yourself? That term gets thrown around so easily these days. Self-love this, self-love that. But do you actually know what that means? Are you actually taking the action steps every day to better yourself? And I'm not saying that you need to be accomplishing these things, like all these things every single day, you need to be doing this and productive being productive, you know, exercising hours or doing this all of these crazy things. I'm talking about just small little things like do you feel groggy? You feel anxious? You feel like, you know, you need to release something off of your chest. So what are you doing about it? Are you journaling? Are you talking to a friend? Are you, I don't know, going for a walk? What are you doing about it? You know, like you you have these thoughts about what's not working in your life. But the problem that I have with so many people is that they just sit there and do nothing about it. It's like, okay, yeah, it's hard. Initial steps are the hardest. It is, once you get over that though, it becomes like, it's second like nature. It's 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 a constant practice to get to a place you want to be at. And it doesn't come easy. If it was easy, anyone and everyone can accomplish things in life, right? But it's about just taking that small, small step towards whatever it is that you're trying to do. Um, if you want to connect with more people, maybe reaching out to someone that you thought you would never reach out to. Um, just... Messaging them being like, Hey, how are you? I know this is kind of weird, but I just wanted to connect with you. I haven't connected with you in a while. Just something. You have to take the action steps, and you're never going to get it easy. It's never going to be easy, but you have to start. I just really want to emphasize this self love is about you taking action steps. It's not about treating yourself to a manicure or spa day or getting your hair done, getting your lashes done, getting whatever, buying all these expensive bags or clothes all these materialistic things that that you think that's going to bring happiness in your life but that's just short-lived it's a short-term satisfaction people who love traveling yeah i i love traveling too but it's chasing one thing after the other because you're never satisfied with the person that you are within because there's that void there um you need to be able to fill that void first and i cannot emphasize this enough. Again, like, I'm a living proof for this. And there's a moment in my life where there was such a huge void, right? Like, I was always seeking for external validation. And, you know, I can't say that I don't, like, I, I'm not saying that I'm a perfect human being right now, obviously not, uh, still work in progress. But the amount of difference that I noticed within myself in the past even two months, oh, like, it's, it's huge. And, I really want to owe it to myself to really thank myself for making the decisions that I've made and just continuing to push forward, even if it means it's a little bit uncomfortable. Even sharing the different pillars of mental wellness on Instagram stories, every time I post, I have this thought of who am I to do this? And then I get the sweetest messages from you know, different people, Saying, I love what you're doing. Like, this is this means so much. This has helped me. Um, I can relate to you more now. Um, brave on you for being able to do this. You know, so it's like, all these discomfort that people have to feel in order to better themselves or to help one another person, it's all worth it. You know, it's all worth it in the end. So this episode is really dedicated to those of you who really want to improve your life. And it has to come from within it. There's no other way around it. It has to come from within, you have to be able to make peace with yourself, you need to be able to truly learn the meaning behind your why why is it the things that you guys you guys are you're doing why are you surrounding yourself with the people that you're surrounding yourself with what does self-love actually mean to you are you distracting yourself are you avoiding certain situations are you avoiding certain conversations do you get triggered by looking at other people's things but why does that trigger you if that didn't have any meaning towards what you're Going through, you wouldn't get triggered in the first place. When you get triggered by something or someone, that means that you need to look deeper into that because it's trying to tell you something. Me, even recording this episode, to me is again another realization of thank God that I made some of the decisions that I made in my life. And you guys are in for a treat for the next couple of episodes. They are powerful. Um, I'm just going to leave it at that, but they're very emotional, powerful, and thank you to everyone who's making this just like a dream come true for me and who continue to be strong, continue to show up for themselves in this world, continue to try to remove the stigma behind vulnerability being seen as weakness continuing to support me, continuing to help me and help others just feel connected. And I can truly I'm sitting here today, what day is it today, July fourth, 2020, feeling so grateful, so full, so whole. I'm ready to tackle my next challenges. Um, There are many facets in my life where I feel like I still need to Improve quite a bit, such as um, finances or um, I'm starting my CPA, my accounting designation soon. So that is going to require a lot of dedication and discipline and just a lot of mental challenges, which I'm ready for. So thank you guys. And I don't know when my next individual episode is going to be. But this is an action step for you. After this podcast, I recommend encourage everyone to write down what your values are I wrote down four things you know what I'm just gonna read them to you <laughs> Um, I just have it in front of me so you know I'm just gonna read it as an example so when I talk to my therapist this is what I what we came up with and what I came up with and she just asked me the right questions Um, but I re- encourage everyone to maybe sit with themselves to maybe ask your friend or family member to see what they think your values are or what what strengths that you bring into this world. Um, so mine was first, warm, calm presence. Second is dependability, trustworthiness. Third is brightness, love. So just full of love. Fourth is determined and driven. So I'm just going to have this in front of me at all times because When I'm having a bad day, when I don't feel so good about myself, I tend to forget the qualities that I do have. And I feel like it's just like I said, it's human nature for us to forget these things. So it is an action step for you. Um, Please do this. And please send me a message of what you came up with on Instagram. I would love to hear. And I think it is really important that we celebrate ourselves. I think it's really important that we own our shit we own the sad part of ourselves. They own the, you know, the days that are not so good, which, you know, I think we should all be sharing that part as well and with vulnerability and to say that, you know, Today is not a good day and that's okay. But then tomorrow will be a better day. And when you have a better day, you celebrate. And I think that's what self-love means. So thank you guys again. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.